This is emotional me. 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 Hi there, my name is Peter Tadeo, and I produce radio and TV contents. Up until now, I was oblivious to my emotions. I often reacted in reflex rather than in conscious choices, and I thought that managing your emotions is something you're either naturally good at or you're not, like something you're born with rather than something you learn. But with the ups and downs of life, I found myself overwhelmed by emotions. They had me puzzled, I started questioning my sanity, and I could feel them crushing my spirit. And so to save myself and others like me, I have decided to create this podcast where I explore deeper on emotional intelligence. Under the guidance of a registered counseling psychologist, Amichi Nduka Agu, so let us explore together right here on Emotional Me. Yes, yeah, so Amichi, hello. In the previous episode, we discussed how it's important what you focus on. Yes. Where you put your mind. If you put a focus on negative, probably you'll notice a lot of negativity. Mm. And today we're talking about stress. Yes, we are. Yeah, and I feel personally, if I look at the interaction that I have throughout the day, throughout the week, I hear this word a lot. Myself maybe saying it or maybe other people mm. saying it. And sometimes what confuses me is that someone might say, I'm unemployed, I'm jobless. Mm. So I'm stressed. Yes. I'm so stressed because I don't have work. Yeah. But someone can find a job or someone might be on a job and say, my job is stressing me. I'm yes. stressed also because yes. of the job. Yes. <laughs> it goes on. Someone can say I'm stressed because I'm not married. I haven't found my partner. And someone can have a partner and still be stressed. Yes. So it's like that. <laughs> it's so true, yes. <laughs> so uh, what is stress? Like we use this in so many ways. But exactly to you, how do you define stress? Like Because it, you can see how it goes. Yes. Well, and we had a previous episode on anxiety as well, which is a kind of stress as well, yeah. right? So stress is typically caused by an external trigger of some kind. Stress can be short term, like a deadline or I had a fight with my spouse or, you know, something like that. I'm running late on something. So then it's a short term thing or it can be long term, like being unable to find work. Discrimination, you know, whether it's racial or gender or any kind of discrimination. Chronic illness is stressful. And these symptoms, what it causes, what it feels like is very similar to anxiety in that it can show up as irritability or kind of having anger outbursts or just feeling angry even if you're not bursting out. Fatigue, not just tired because you've worked hard, but just a fatigue that goes through your whole, you know, every single bone. Muscle pain. In movies, you see people kind of giving others a massage. It's, oh, you're so stressed. Um, <laughs> ah, so that's why massage releases yes. stress, yeah? Exactly. Because your muscles tense up, ah. right? Or can, not everybody, but they can tense up. And then yeah. you can get muscle pain or back aches. Yeah. Neck aches. In extreme cases, over a period of time, some people can get such a stiff 
neck shoulder syndrome i guess it's called where when they try to move they have to move their whole body they can't just move their head right yeah digestive issues for a lot of people going to the toilet a lot not going at all that's as much detail as i go into <laughs> <laughs> even constipation yeah yeah wow sleep obviously sleep yeah. problems like not sleeping enough not being able to fall asleep or falling asleep and then waking up all the time yeah so you can see that it can affect your physical and mental health in a significant way. Yeah. So I'm excited to talk more about this. Yes. Uh, welcome to Emotional Me. My name is Peter Tadeo, the Explorer in Chief. And I'm Amit Induka Agwa. I'm a counseling psychologist and I'm here as your hope whisperer. Today we're exploring stress. So stay with us. Stay with us. <laughs> To get access to new episodes of Emotional Me, go to www.anchor.fm slash Emotional Me. To share your feedback or comments on any episode of Emotional Me, go to Instagram and visit a page at Emotional Me Pod. Emotional Me Pod. For questions and more details, send us an email through emotionalmepod at gmail.com. Emotionalmepod at gmail.com. Or send us a WhatsApp plus 255 654 993 This is What message are we getting from stress? Ah. When you experience stress, what messages are we getting? Because like I mentioned in the beginning, sometimes you might be praying for something to happen, something good, and then that thing happens and still feel stressed. Yeah. Well, stress is tied to the fight or flight response. And on the most basic level, stress is telling you there's some level of danger. Again, not in the we're about to be eaten kind of danger, mm. but something feels unsafe something feels dangerous and so my body is in fight or flight mode meaning it's ready to protect me which is super super useful in the short term right if you have a short-term stress like there's a deadline having this autonomic nervous system activated having this fight or flight response to a certain level is useful i'd like to expand a bit on fight or flight and why it's useful just in a short term i imagine when the body is in this mode probably the functionalities, like it's reprioritized, like priorities given to certain functions, probably. Yeah. And it's denied yes. in other functions to rescue the situation because the body feels like there is an emergency. So just like the usual emergencies in life. Yes. You drop the things you normally do to attend to an emergency. Yes. But you cannot live like an emergency every day. Exactly. <laughs> Okay. Exactly. That's exactly it. And that's why short term stress is okay. We are made to deal with that. You know, that's why if you have a deadline or you have a busy project or something, you can handle that. Yes, you might not sleep very well in, in that period of time. But if it's over the short period of time, that it can be very energizing to have enough pressure, kind of low grade stress to get you to a certain point. And like you said, you can have that stressful feeling when you don't have something. And then you have that same stressful feeling because you have that something, whether it's a, a partner or a job or yeah. children or whatever. And so it's really important to recognize that this sort of glamorized lifestyle of stress that we somehow have, right? You get people who you ask, how are you doing? And they say, oh, I'm great. I'm so busy. I'm so busy. I'm so busy. Okay. Busy means great. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. What, what are you busy with? Oh, work. It's just he so hectic at the moment. 
I hear that a lot. Yeah. Very rarely hear people think, oh, I'm so busy, you know, with my hobbies and with, I don't know, <laughs> laughing and having a great time. And we've sort of normalized, and I don't think it's a good thing, we've normalized being stressed mm. most of the time. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think that is very true. So when you say normalized, I want to see how impactful this can be. Yeah. Just thinking that way in your mind that, ah, I'm so stressed. Mm. Then the body responds to that. Yeah. That thought, yeah? Exactly. Let me give you an example, though. This morning, I was writing reports. And I was actually enjoying it. But when my partner came downstairs and says, what's wrong? I said, oh, no, I'm so stressed. I'm so stressed. And then when a couple of minutes later, I thought, why did I say that? I'm not actually feeling stressed. Yeah, I'm preoccupied with it, but I'm actually enjoying it. But somehow I was sort of in such an autopilot mode to say, no, no, stress, stress. Like, he'll get that. Yeah, that's how I feel. Like, that's how we are. It's like just on autopilot. It's just like an auto response. Yeah. That's why I was, I was asking, does it have effect on how my body responds? Yeah. Because I've said, ah, I'm stressed. Exactly. Well, if I take this example further, well, now that I think about it, I was doing something that I was actually enjoying and I've turned it into something dangerous by looking at it that way. Yeah. Right. If I now dissect it in a different way and say, well, you know what? I mean, it was energizing. It was really interesting. And yes, I'm preoccupied and like I'm finding it difficult to focus on anything else. But it was actually giving me some good energy vibes. Then I'm still doing the same thing. I don't have time for something else. I'm focusing on, on this report writing part, but it won't necessarily alert or activate the same level of stress hormones and chemicals in my brain because I've told my brain, oh no, this is not dangerous. It's fine. This is fun. This is joy. It might feel a little bit similar because my heart rate might be elevated and I'm very focused, both of which happens when there's stress and when there's danger, but it's actually the good kind. So brain, you can chill, you can switch off the alarm, <laughs> you know, and deal with the other thing. Yeah, um, so, so which would be more of emotionally intelligent ways yes. to responding or coping with stress? Exactly. I think we should, we need to be aware and consciously start stopping that behavior of just to say, ah, I'm stressed, everything, I'm stressed, I'm stressed. Yeah. Because just like affirmations work, this one also works, yes. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So any more ways, more emotional intelligent ways mm. that you can think of or you can advise on of coping with stress. Yes. Or responding to stress. Exactly. Well, going off autopilot is probably a big, big thing. I say it every episode. Mindfulness meditation <laughs> or mindfulness practice. So, for example, if we take just a couple of times, let's say four times a day, just take a mindful breath. That's it. Just one breath one mindful breath which means you breathe in breathe in as much as you can kind of really notice what happens i do this in every every other episode it describe it um what happens in your rib cage and you know as your lung expands your mind will try to go somewhere else and like oh but i mustn't forget this and yeah you remember right now we're, we're on the on the breathing thing remember and yeah. so returning to that which gives you in the day, several times, little breathers, little, okay, we're focusing right now, we're focusing right now on the breathing, because we are so bombarded with information, with stimuli, with noises, with lights, with all kinds of things that are outside of us. Yeah. We don't take enough time to notice what is inside of us and be comfortable with it, right? Because I'm busy, 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 busy. And then when I notice my body as if something's wrong, 
I didn't notice the cool stuff. I didn't notice like, ooh, you know, delicious feeling that I had after, I don't know, I ate the meal and, and like now kind of want to sleep a little bit and it feels quite nice. Or how lovely it felt when I walked past the fan earlier because it was so hot and that just that cool breeze, you know, drying off my sweat a little bit. That's a delicious, wonderful feeling. I didn't notice that because I was way too busy. And that's what happens when you're missing mindfulness. Exactly. You're missing out moments in life and life is made up of moments yes it is that's so beautifully said <laughs> you are listening to emotional me with peter and amichi to get access to new episodes of emotional me go to www.anchor.fm slash emotional me to share your feedback or comments on any episode of emotional me go to instagram and visit the page at emotional me pod emotional me pod for questions and more details send us an email through emotional me pod at gmail.com emotional me pod at gmail.com or send us a whatsapp plus two five five six five four nine nine three two two zero We somehow think that things need to be bigger than they they are you know like oh when this project is over then i can relax or when this xyz happens then i will be less stressed which um, never happens it never happens because when this project <laughs> is over a new one happens you know yeah. there'll be something else and let's not forget there are many many of us who especially when we tie our ability to practice relaxation and self-care to some kind of external thing when that project the busy busy project is over maybe we start stressing about the fact that we don't have a project to do right now instead of being able to enjoy the reprieve right the calm maybe i was really really stressed about finding a partner now i have a partner now i'm like so stressed how am i going to keep this person like the thing that that helps you feel relaxed the thing that gives you a break it also feels vulnerable right it, it also feels like well i mean the stress is gone but maybe it was a good thing yeah, I want to go to moments because we mentioned stress is uh, for emergencies. Yes. That's why it's there. Yeah. But sometimes you go through experiences that are long term mm. and they're linked to stress. Yes. For example, sickness. Maybe mm. you go through a painful sickness or even these life situations of joblessness or now, for example, one thing that is stressing so many people is, um, you know, with the effects of Corona and everything. So the livelihood of many people is being affected. Yes. And that is a continuous something. There is no telling when things will stabilize again. Yeah. If someone has lost their job or if business has now dropped, there's no telling when that will come back to normal or when that will, you know, be better. So in these kinds of situations, because this is like now this person is feeling stressed with each day because of the reality of what they are going through. So what what do you advise in these kinds of situations? Yeah, there are certain realities of life that at some point or other chance that we each of us experiences periods of time that are much harder 
and there is no avoiding that and it uh, probably wouldn't be helpful to either yeah because you can go through a difficult time you can experience stress and still find little mini islands little moments of peace or of contentment or of joy because those are not mutually exclusive right you can experience pain and you can experience peace at the same time and expanding your vocabulary expanding your experience noticing the things that are there that um, fit with what you want to feel maybe you're going through a really really tough time right now maybe because of the pandemic maybe because of discrimination maybe because of something else that's going on in your life that isn't in your control well what is within your control right and what is one small thing that you could do or that you are already doing that is helpful for you what is one little thing in your life that helps you get through the day could you do more of it could you notice more of it right those sorts of little things because the shift is not going to be in the big things because the big things might not happen but the little things can yeah how about the connection with you know physical exercises some people decide to do that yep as a way to release stress uh, or coping with stress and we mentioned at the beginning massage yeah there are yes. certain activities that can help out no absolutely definitely physical I mean, physical exercise like when you say it like that it sounds so unfun <laughs> <laughs> moving <laughs> moving yeah. dancing because the way i mentioned is someone is thinking of gym and of lifting gym. heavy stuff so exactly and some people love that and that's great if that's your jam then do that if that's not your jam maybe you like to go for walks do that maybe you don't like to do any of those things maybe you like to just dance mm. and you're self-conscious then dance by yourself your body is made to move Uh your body is made to move and when you dance when you move when you exercise it releases endorphins which are happy happy chemicals in in, in a way and it kind of calms down the stress Uh also especially if you have a combination of stress right if you imagine your body's in kind of a little bit of fight or flight mode all the time but you know so many of us are just working sitting down sitting on a computer so you have all this stuff happening internally but your body doesn't get to act it out there's like no end to it and so physically exert yourself and giving a physical outlet for all of that activation for all of that fight flight energy can also help then kind of allow you to calm down again afterwards right like bring in some energy into your body so that when you're afterwards exhausted both your body and your mind can relax a little bit more laughter oh man (laughs) laughter 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 And I'm talking about not typing lol on the screen does not count. (laughs) Right? Genuine. Genuine. A belly laugh. You know, the kind, it's not just, but where you're you're laughing with your body um, all the way down to your belly. And whatever, like whether it's goofing around with a bunch of kids or whether it's, you know, watching stand-up comedy with someone. But sharing a belly laugh with someone is definitely something that is relaxing. And then people have different things. Some people relax or de-stress by themselves. They prefer to be on their own, you know, have a nice cup of tea or lemon water or whatever. Go for a walk, um, listen to music, sing along to music. And other people de-stress in conversation with other people um physical touch is a big thing if that is comfortable for you but consciously hugging your child if they're up for that otherwise hugging your partner or hugging a friend 
holding hands. That helps in It helps. It absolutely helps. Remember, we were born for physical contact. From the moment we're born, we have to be held. And that's literally how we survive, right? And we are wired in such a way that parents instinctually pick up children. Yeah. And it regulates the heartbeat. It regulates the stress hormones. It regulates the brain and everything for both people when you do that. Somehow we stop doing that when we're grown up, but we don't stop needing it. So it's called co-regulation. We help each other by physical or emotional or verbal contact to regulate our emotions. And so, yes, the physical contact, the hugging, a good hug, not like a cool tap on the back, right? <laughs> y- you know what I mean? Like, the, yeah, all right, bro. Not that. Yeah, um, especially for us, man. You know, just tap on the shoulder like, man. Exactly. Was... Like a, a an embrace. <laughs> an embrace where you can feel the other person's heartbeat for a second. Ah. That does something to your brain chemistry. It releases oxytocin, which is the bonding chemical, and endorphins. And then you it de-stresses. It literally does something in your brain that you don't need to actively then do yourself. Mm. That's Crying helpful. as well. Crying can help. Absolutely. Yes. Mm. Feeding your emotions and allowing them. I heard in the news just the other day, a certain researchers come out saying that men suffer more from mental health issues. So now when you're mentioning these practices, when it comes to hugging men, for Tanzania, for example, we're not so much fond of mm. hugging for men. So usually maybe just a handshake or whatever. Crying also, yeah, we're brought up thinking it's a sign of weakness. Mm. Maybe physical exercise, yeah, sure, that one. So I don't know, it, this might be where it's coming from. That's mm. why maybe mental health is a much bigger issue in men than in women. Yeah, well, I mean, it's a big issue for both. It's experienced differently, right? Women, we have outlets. Let me put it that way. We have socially sanctioned outlets that are helpful. It's totally far more acceptable for a lot of women to... To be able to go to a friend and talk about, you know, what I'm struggling with, maybe cry, get some empathy or get some support and then go home and continue with my life. I like that the way you put that outlets. Mm. There's no way maybe you can control or prevent a stressful experience. Yeah, it's going to happen anyway, but you can create an outlet yeah. for it. You can process it and let it out. Yes, exactly. And by having this outlet, by talking and processing with someone else, I'm also getting the message from other people that this is normal. I'm not the only person. Uh-huh. And I think very often men don't really have that, especially if you grow up in a way where vulnerability, crying, sadness any emotion other than anger is frowned upon or even punished it's quite isolating because all those things that allow you to feel co-regulated you associate with weakness and you don't want to feel weak so then you just have nowhere else to let those feelings out recognize them be vulnerable to them and process them or get through them they're just kind of sitting there right that's why it is so important to talk about and i think that's one of the reasons why this show and this initiative that you've started is so so important (laughs) This is Emotional Me. 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 To get access to new episodes of Emotional Me, go to www.anchor.fm slash Emotional Me. To share your feedback or comments on any episode of Emotional Me, go to Instagram and visit the page at Emotional Me Pod.
Emotional Me Pod. For questions and more details, send us an email through emotionalmepod at gmail.com. Emotionalmepod at gmail.com. Or send us a WhatsApp plus 255-654-993-220. You are listening to Emotional me with peter and amichi yeah i just feel like i want to put this in a context so the body is made in such a way that when there is an emergency situation it prepares you to deal with it yeah that's fight or flight mode and that's where stress comes in to prepare you and to help you in those kinds of moments yes and stimulus is out there stressful situations are out there lots of them so they're gonna come in and you're gonna feel stressed and then you can process it so the big question i think it's here because if you don't yeah maybe you can mention stress can lead to other problems Mm. depression yeah yeah well chronic stress is linked to a lot of poor health outcomes because it's also linked to a lot of poor health behaviors there's a lot of stress and maybe some smokes a little bit um and now because you're feeling very stressed you're smoking a lot and then the occasional vice becomes a bigger problem oftentimes when when we're chronically stressed we don't eat very well either too much or too little or not the right stuff yeah and so heart rate and blood pressure you know are affected and we all know chronically high blood pressure is very very dangerous and then can lead to strokes and heart attacks and all of that in the long run i think drinking as well drinking (laughs) <laughs> exactly exactly all those coping mechanisms yeah um, unhealthy coping unhealthy mechanisms. coping mechanisms uh. exactly like if you do that once or twice you know it's not not going to be a train smash but chronic stress chronically maladaptive coping mechanisms sound very very uh, professional but basically <laughs> the unhealthy coping mechanisms yeah. in the long run then lead to really really negative health consequences which yeah. can be life-threatening yeah so today i just want to end on the point of you can process it and let it out yeah so awareness is needed on how is best for you to process your stress and let it out which outlets are much better or work better for you yes and we've discussed lots of them in this episode you can listen again and again and again to see which one fits you more thank yeah. you so much amichi for your time it's my pleasure thanks for having me have you ever been stressed i've been stressed today <laughs> yes <laughs> what's your outlet Um, I love to dance. I love to sing. But my most regular day to day stress let out is I go for walks. I walk almost every day for about an hour. That helps you. It helps me. It keeps me focused. It keeps me comfortable. If I'm stressed at any point in the day, knowing that tomorrow morning at six, I'm going to go for a walk and I'm going to just be moving outside while it's cool. Ah, it's like, it's fine. I'll get through today because tomorrow morning is going to be sweet. Ah. What about you? (laughs) For me, it's music. Mm. It's one of the things. When I get into that, I can process it. Yeah, even thinking sometimes I use also music helps me. Sometimes Mm. you're listening to a song, but I might be thinking of completely something else. I'm processing completely different stuffs in my mind. I'm not really paying attention to that music, but I need it Mm. to focus on this. It kind of works that way. But also this working on, you know, editing, producing these kinds of stuff. Sometimes I can lose even track of time. Mm. You know, I can spend seven, eight hours. Amazing. And not even realize that, wow, it's, <laughs> it's been all this long. When you're saying, you know, looking forward to going for a walk, one of those unhealthy coping mechanisms came into my mind. Someone thinking, wow. Oh, 
feel so stressed today. Can't wait. I mean, pass by a bar a bit. Mm. The challenge with things like drinking as a coping mechanism is that it kind of presses pause. Um, ah, so so it's like a numbing mechanism. Exactly. Really not coping. You're not processing. Agreed. You're just like, I don't know, avoiding it. Yeah. And in the process, you deny yourself the experience of resolving something. Well, let's say you drink a lot. I mean, when the effect of the alcohol wears off, the thing's still there. And I think you cripple yourself in a way. Because it, then sometimes, yeah. if you keep that going, then your body will need that to feel better or to be functioning, properly functioning. Yeah, possibly. Possibly. <laughs> it's always moderation yeah. um, is key. And there's absolutely no judgment in any of these statements. I think everybody at some point or other has leaned into a coping mechanism that hasn't been that seemed helpful maybe even vital at that moment in time because that was what was available to you that's what you knew so there's no judgment and just like there is no you know no shame in saying okay well that's not really working for me anymore i'm looking for something that i can perhaps make part of my life in the long run good thing is we always have a choice in the end exactly exactly okay my name is peter today with the explorer in chief and I'm Amichi Ndukaagu. I'm your hope whisperer for today. Yeah, thank you for the hopes you've whispered to us. Oh, thank for this you. this stress conversation. Thank you. See you next time. See you next time. <laughs> Bye-bye. This is Emotional Me. 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 Emotional me.